Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Tuesday Afternoon's Late Lunch on LMFM Radio. Great to have you with us on the show. Lots of guests and chat as usual, interspersed with music or two on Tuesday and a top five countdown coming your way. I have another family ticket to give away to the Dublin Horse Show. What a, an occasion that is. As I mentioned, I was there myself last year and really, really enjoyed it. For the first time, I'll be going back this year, I promise you. I have a ticket for one of you out there, a family ticket to give away today on the show. 086 1800 by WhatsApp or text if you'd like to get in touch with us. 2512, you know that date, the 25th of the 12th. I don't want it, but we'll be talking about it in a, in a few minutes. Stay with us. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what that's all about shortly. But my first guest today is looking for our help because she is the woman who uh, runs the Royal Stables. It's uh, one of only a few dedicated equine therapy centres in North County Dublin. It's based in Scaries, but they're losing their home. Georgia Lillis, welcome to Late Lunch. Hi, Jerry. How are you? I'm really good. Thanks for joining me today on the show. Look, I want to say you do a great job there at Royal Stables and you're there. How long are you there now? Is it five years or so? Yeah, just about nearly five years. Yeah. And what's the story? You're in trouble with the place, are you? Yeah, unfortunately, we got our notice to quit there about a week and a half ago from our landlord. So um, we're now looking for a new place to rent or buy kind of within the locality. We're based in Lakshini and Scaries, but sadly, um, you know, we're no longer able to stay where we are. Um, however, a lot of our um, clients do walk or take public transport to us. Um, and obviously, the amenities for those with, who are neurodivergent or special needs is kind of limited in this country um, as it is. So we're trying to make sure we keep our doors open and allow access for everyone that needs us. Lovely Lakshini, I know it well. I used to deliver bread there in a bread run when I was a nipper down to the pier there. It's absolutely gorgeous. Oh, what a a wonderful, wonderful part of the world. So ideally you'd like to stay in that area? Ideally, yeah. Obviously, if if it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be. But um, we just want to make sure that we don't, um, you know kind of limit ourselves in in areas so if we need to go further afield we will but obviously we don't want to exclude anyone that has been using our services and is still using our service currently um, that relies on the kind of public transport route there mm. I believe it's the 33 and the 33A that go past us at the moment Do you need a certain uh, dimensions of ground in terms of acres or that? What are you looking for? We're looking probably, um, you know, we're running off quite a, a, a small um, plot of land at the moment, which isn't suitable for the amount of horses that we have. 
So ideally anywhere above six acres would be fantastic. If it's a if it's a plain green site, we're happy to you know, to build and build up stables and an arena and start from scratch. It's just we really mm. want to make sure that we keep our doors open as best we can. Uh, how many horses have you there? How many are you looking after altogether? Altogether, we have about uh, nearly 15-odd. Um, I have five liveries, which, is, for those that don't know, is people that um, like I look after their horse for them. Mm. Um, and they've become like, we're like a little family now. Um, and a lot of those kids took the news very hard. Um, a lot of the kids actually, one of them in particular, started out as a therapeutic client. She now has her own pony. Um, and um, then I have a, another kind of a string of horses, some retirees. We have two ponies in their 30s, two rescued Shetland ponies. I have my own personal horse, who's a shire. Um, I have a few semi-retired horses that uh, we use for the therapeutic riding. Mm. Um that are brilliant with the kids because they're quite experienced. Tell listeners how horses can relate to humans because you yourself are dyslexic and you have ADD. How does yes. it work? How do they have an effect? I mean, they're they're just amazing animals. Like They don't judge you on how you look, how you act, how you appear. They look at you with a blank canvas. And I think it's so helpful for people who have maybe felt judged or judge for how they look, how they act, how they behave. They don't have to be anyone else but themselves around horses. And, you know, kind of on a scientific level, there's been a lot of studies done. You know, we, I, when I studied in Festina Lente, um, you know, um, you know, we, we looked at a lot of these different uh, sciences and stuff, and it's just even just the kind of the physical benefits. There's improvement in balance, strength, core, motor skills, um, you know, hand-eye coordination, just the psychological benefits. There be you know, sense of well-being, improvement in self-confidence. You know, they learn to risk manage things in terms of like, will my horse, you know, will me and my pony fit through this gap? I mean, they're being led anyway, but we always put onus on the rider, so they make the decisions through their um, through their session. They learn to kind of center themselves emotionally because horses are very good at picking up emotions. They learn kind of self-discipline and. And, you know, how they have to act around the pony to make sure the pony doesn't get scared. Then also, because we have other younger people helping out who may be neurotypical people, they learn how to socially interact and social inclusion with all with all children. Mm. Um, and then they get to connect with nature and animals and they develop a respect of animals. So it's just, it's, it's, it's a full round kind of impact of physical, psychological and emotional and social benefits that, mm. the, that the kids get. I've seen the reaction of uh, the children you mentioned there, their parents. You're dealing with children living with autism, dyspraxia, etc. Yeah. And the difference, the parents, and they can say the huge difference that this has made in their lives. And if you lose where you are and have to close down, it's going to be a big loss because you look after so many and you have a waiting list, haven't you, of people wanting to come to you too? Yeah, we have. Yeah, we have approximately 30 people on our waiting list, which I mm. sadly had to put a notice up on our Facebook page and Instagram page yesterday just to say we're taking no more people onto the waiting list because I, I obviously don't want to promise them something I can't deliver on and you know obviously it's a worry for those on our waiting list we were literally just obviously about to expand I bought another pony to help with that I was about to you know take on another apprentice coach so there'd be three three coaches in total um, and expand and get more get help more people and unfortunately we just don't want to do that until we know somewhere that we can be secure and safe 
Why did you go down this road? Because your qualifications, uh, I see, are in archaeology and ancient history. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not very, uh, they don't seem very cohesive, no. but I was very knowledgeable when someone asked about what to do with Roman horses in college. <laughs> but, um, um, yeah, um, it was, uh, I've always adored horses. I've been riding since I was probably four or beforehand. Hmm. Um, my mother used to hunt um, my aunt's used to event and my cousin's event currently as well um, so horses have kind of been in my blood for years and you know I I was kind of told never to work with horses because there isn't a lot of obviously a lot of money in horses unless you're doing it at a professional level um, and that is right but it's just for me the kind of the love of it and the joy of it just completely outweighs the finance for me you know I just love seeing how happy the kids can be and I went to Trinity just kind of as a fallback, you know, to mm. do, um, to have, a, I mean, I don't know how, you know, how readily people are looking for archaeologists, even it's a pretty niche, <laughs> niche fallback degree anyway. Yes. But um, I just, I, I, I got out of college, I finished and it was immediately the first thing I wanted to do. So I went to Fistine Lente and Bray, who they're actually also having to acquire new, new, um, new locations as well. Um, I went there and trained for a year and then opened up where we are and it's just I haven't looked back like it's just been it's been fantastic mm. Well you always have the qualification in your back pocket that's good yeah. to have that if you need exactly. it but I hear what you're saying I'm sure you bounce into work every day and it's not work oh, yeah. when you love something when it's your passion is it? Yeah no I mean there's days where you, I do kind of want to it's mainly the horses doing silly things like you know breaking fences or something like that that I go why am I doing this or in winter I'm mm. you know blowing, blowing getting blown sideways and only dreaming of being in an office but then when the sun comes out and it's splitting the stones and it's you hear the birds and everything it's just and the horse is just chilling out and the kids laughing it's just there's nothing there's nothing I'd rather be doing mm. I love it wouldn't your mammy be proud of you I think she would be I'd like to think I mean she made sure that I never used my dyslexia or ADD is an excuse for not doing so she was dyslexic as well herself and uh, you know I made sure that she always said there's no point crying in a corner uh, just to get up and do something so mm. um, that's how she was raised that's how she raised me and I'm going to make sure that that's uh, that's mm. how we uh, that's how we keep going just for listeners, your mammy was and always will be to you, Celine Cawley, who was killed by your father uh, yeah. uh, back in the day when you were only 16 years of age. So I'm sure that rings a bell with so many people. You're a fantastic woman, like to cope with all that came your way and, you know, to be so upbeat and helping others. I really admire you. Thank you so much. Yeah, no, I was, I was 16, I just two weeks into being 16 when that happened and you know, I'm 30 now, which is crazy, but, you know, it's it's one of those things that, like, you know, I, I you have to go and do something, and, you know, as hard as it is, there's, I've had, I've been very lucky with the amazing people around that support me and stuff like that, so, um, very, very blessed, and, uh, yeah, mm. I, just, I wanted to do this with my life, so, yeah, yeah hopefully I can keep doing it. You obviously have good memories of uh, your mum, Celine. You know, she was 46, only 46. But, you know, you were 16 at the time. At 16, I'm sure you have retention of, of a lot of horror. And there's a lot of horror in you. Definitely, yeah. No, definitely. I, it, like, you know, it's not off a stone that I licked my determination. She, you know, became a producer, um, TV um, film producer in a uh, very male-dominated industry in the early 90s. And... Uh, 
you know, she had to make her way herself. And I think I got that determination definitely from her. So, mm. yeah, it's, uh, um, it's, a, it's a good person to roll myself off. Yes, yes. And, and that's why, if I may say, and you might like me saying this to, to you, I, I think you particularly deserve a break on this. I really do. I, I, I mean, you deserve to, you know, have a new venue for your wonderful Royal Stables and continue to do what you're doing. Spread the love, spread the care that you have for the last five years or more in your current home. So again, just to remind people, around about eight acres, I think you said to me, around about that size of place, if you could, you you lease it. You want you want something a little more permanent, don't you? Short term lease is yeah. really no use to you, no. Short-term lease, it obviously is no is no use. It, you know, obviously, if we don't find anywhere within the six months, I do have some amazing friends of mine that have reached out mm. and said that they'll happily house us for the time being. But it, one of the offers is extremely far away from yeah. where we are currently. Yeah. Um. So yeah, ideally somewhere, even if we could buy it, if it was a field or even just with one outbuilding on it or something. Okay. Um. That we can try and go from there. Mm. Um. Yeah. It's it's just to try and find somewhere that we can that we can call home for good yes. um because <clears throat> we've had um, a lot of kids that have been very upset yeah yeah look at we hear what you're saying. We understand and we understand the importance of this to so many people. So, folks, if you're listening to us today, Lock Shinny, Lock Shinny, hello, Lock Shinny this afternoon. Uh, Scary's area, ring a bell with anybody there. Can you help in any way at all? Long-term lease or uh, in the market to buy, Georgia says as well, if the price is right. We have to say that if the price is right. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, looking for a home ASAP, the Royal Stables, check them out on Facebook or they have a website as well the royalstables.ie that's the royalstables.ie if you can help at all it'd be greatly appreciated by so many but particularly by georgia lillis i wish you well i hope you get that home sooner than later thank you so much yeah people can find us on facebook um the website that you mentioned we're on instagram or tiktok as well we Great. do try to keep our social media kind of lighthearted and have a bit of fun but you yeah. know we are getting a bit serious now and trying to ah, find yes. somewhere that we can call ah yes 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 please God this will uh, uh, prove to be successful for you as I said and you will have a, a new place to call home uh, shortly Georgia your star thank you for joining me Thank you, Jerry. Thanks for having me on. Not at all. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye. That's Georgia Lillis there. As I mentioned, daughter of Celine Cawley. That tragedy uh, where Eamon Lillis murdered his wife back in 2008. That's the daughter. That's Georgia there. Isn't she? Some woman for one woman. Late lunch, LMFM radio. It is the 1st of August. Have I to? Louise, have I to do this? Talk about the 25th and the 12th. It looks like it. Stay with us. Happy Christmas to everyone listening to The Late Lunch. Kira McQuaid from Beachmount Garden Centre. Look what you've started. I know, Jerry. Sure, it's, it's August already, so uh, <laughs> you have to get going at it. But um, it was just so wet and miserable yesterday. I said, look, Christmas in July, so why not? <laughs> it's the 4th <laughs> of August today. There's one person absolutely delighted with you. She wants to run and give you a big bear oh, hug. Really? That's our Maggie Maguire. Maggie Maguire. Maggie Maguire and LMFM is Mrs. Christmas. Great. She has the Christmas tree up all year round here in oh, the office. And great. she loves it. So she's she's very happy with you. So you're telling me, honestly, it was to do with the 
wonderful weather, wonderful in italics we're having at the moment. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, well, look, yesterday was, no, today is a lot nicer than yesterday. It was just so miserable and so wet and everybody coming in was just, in, seemed in bad humour yesterday and I was like, I'm going to cheer everyone up. So why not post up a few Christmas bits, you know? <laughs> Get everybody. <laughs> not, I know not everybody is as happy with me as Maggie is, but... Um, <laughs> Yeah, we got a nice response to it, so it is good. Yeah, you did get a nice response to it, because yeah. the funny thing, you know, I, I know of one shop, and there are many of them around the place, Christmas all year round, in St Andrews, the famous St Andrews, the golf, the, where golf began in Scotland. That little shop okay. is in that town, and I've been in it. It's open all year round for sure. And right. listen, tell me this, have you got some stuff? Have you stock? Yeah, well, we have our first delivery. As my post said, the first delivery has come in. Now, it's not the Christmas shop isn't open or anything. Yeah. We're not that far yet. But deliveries have started. That's what happens with us. Um, we order all our Christmas stock mostly January, February, and then we start taking delivery early, kind of July, August, September, and then we're putting the shop together. Yeah. So, yes, the stuff is, once it's available, we have to take it in or, you know, the, our suppliers get chock-a-block and, you know, they like to get the stuff out and out of the way, you know? So if somebody so, comes in yeah. to Beachmount Gardens centre and want yeah. something you can actually sell it to them now oh i can yeah i mean the stuff is here they can come in and have a look at it no problem and um, i will also have it all on our web shop as well on beachmount.ie um, the whole web- Christmas shop is always up on the website and you can shop straight from there if you can't get out. Uh, that will be in the coming weeks as well as stuff again comes in, you know, in both places like it's, it's going to be up there. So, But yeah, they can come in, have a look. Yep, and, no problem. And oh God, I'd be gassed to hear. I'm, I'm sure there are people who, there are definitely people who buy your head, that's for sure. There's no doubt about it. I think of the school uniform as well. Sure, people are buying yeah. them before the school's nearly finished the last Absolutely. term yeah, to be yeah, a- yeah. ahead Look, of things. Just about, yeah. you know, Placing all the pay payments out, mm, you know. <laughs> mm. And tell me, when will you actually open the shop physically? I know well, online. We, is... Yeah, we do the Christmas shop itself. We do have open kind of by October. Give right. It. Yeah. Oh, grand. Yeah. Grand, grand, yeah. Grand. And not so, so bad. Yeah. We 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 we'll allow that for sure. There's yeah. no issue with <laughs> that. So, so there's not. But uh, no. there you go. How's business otherwise? The old year. It's been funny, hasn't it? Six it's great very weeks. Funny. Yeah, we yeah. were really, really busy early in the season and it was brilliant to see everybody coming in. The last few weeks has, hasn't been as great. Um, we do encourage people to come back in and see us again. All the autumn stuff is coming in. The bulbs are on the way. Autumn bedding is on the way. The rain has just made a mess of all mm. the summer stuff. Mm. So it's time to get a nice day and get out and forget about the rain and just clear out the pots or whatever and refill, you know? Yeah, it's great weather for the here, yeah. great weather for snails and slugs. They're just oh, yeah, loving, they're loving it. it. Oh, yeah, they're, they're loving it at the minute. And so are the birds because then they get plenty of food and the exactly. hedgehogs on that. It's sort of Absolutely. a cycle, so it is. But there you are. That's the Irish uh, summer yeah. for you. You never know what it'll show up. But let's please God, please God in August, we yeah. get a bit of settled and more sunshine and into a, a, a late summer as well or an Indian summer, uh, as exactly. they say. Anyway, there you have it. Beachmount Garden Centre yeah. are ahead of the posse. The Christmas yeah. stuff went up yesterday. Kira McQuaid, thank you for joining me on the show. You're very welcome, Jerry. Take care. Take care now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 86 658 by WhatsApp or text. What do you think? I'd love to hear from you. The little saying from the calendar. Let nothing disturb you. Let nothing dismay you. All things pass. God never changes. I love the little saying from my calendar. First day of the month, I never forget it. Family ticket to the horse show. Would you like to go along? I want to give away today. 086-1800-658 by WhatsApp or text. Here's the question. Which club plays their rugby 
at the RDS, the Royal Dublin Society where the horse show happens. Which club plays their rugby at the RDS for the family ticket to the horse show? 086-1800-658 by WhatsApp or text with your name or details. We're heading towards top of the hour too for news and weather. It's a bit better today. In the company of Mr Van Morrison at Beachport Garden Centre. Nobody told us there'd be days like this. When it's not always raining, there'll be days like this. When there's no one complaining, there'll be days like this. Now, it's being reported by elected representatives in Trim that the new theatre is to be named the Jonathan Swift Theatre. It's not going down well in certain quarters, and we're going to find out why. Because joining me is someone who knows Trim well. She's been a walking tour guide there for some time. I'm delighted to say hello to Cynthia Simonet. Hello, Cynthia. Hello, Jerry. How are you? I'm really, really good. Now, look, before we begin, I want to tell you this. We have asked Mead County Council to confirm the naming and to tell us how the decision was arrived at. So that we're waiting on a reply, in fairness, from Mead County Council on that. But you're not a happy camper. Well, I don't want to get into a headbutt situation. Let's start that off with Mead County Council, Jerry, because you know you never win with the council. So, uh, and I, I, I don't want to be the one left bruised and heartbroken. Um, well, it was just announced that the name was Jonathan Swift, so uh, there was no con- consultation whatsoever with the public. Uh, it doesn't look like there was due process. Um, a bit of democratic deficit, you know. Um, I put forward, for instance, the name Boan. And Boan is the goddess of the River Boyne. Mm. It, um, she, her story, you know, some people said, but she's not real. And I said, OK, but we can't say whether she is real or she's not real. Uh, her story, her name has come down to us through time, through millennium. And and she's described as a woman, a wife, a mother, a lover, and a goddess, which means she had equal rights to the men uh, of her time. So I thought this was a very suitable name. Now, uh, a friend and I, I was surprised. Uh, firstly, I was surprised to learn that and I emphasise most councillors don't like getting involved with the naming uh, of a civic building. It's too much of a political football. But I was more surprised when I learned over the weekend that TIAC, and this was the group that was formed 20 years ago to get this building up and standing, that they had not any input in the name either. Um, so that was all very strange to me. So anyway, a friend and I got together and we did a bit of brainstorming and we'd come up with what we think is a very, very good solution. And we sort of said, OK, Swift, it's a good name. It's just not the right name. So why not call the library the Swift Library? He's associated with books. And we'll call the cultural centre the Boan Centre. And it ticks all the right boxes because in a social sense, it's naming, uh, it's progressive. It's naming the building after a woman. Uh, in a cultural sense, it's, you know, it's highlighting our beautiful folklore that we're so well known for. And in an economic sense, it links in with the Puka Festival. And the Puka Festival is aimed at becoming an international festival. Mm. So it, it ticks all the right boxes there. Now, so, now, let me just ask you this. I, I'm listening to what you're saying and I see the uh, correspondence you penned uh, to a councillor. 
you have an issue with it being called after a man. You do feel, let's be straight about this, that men's names dominate when it comes to the naming of places like the new theatre in Trim. Is that the issue? Well, it's, it is an issue. There's no doubt about that. You can look not just at Trim, but any town in Ireland. And most buildings that are named after women are churches, convents, usually called Mary Magdalene, and we won't go into that dark history, or Holy Wells called after St. Bridget. And we know St. Bridget went around Ireland in a chariot. So it is about time you know, that we were recognised. We, we've come out of the kitchen with Annie Lennox in the <laughs> 1980s and we're not going back <laughs> Sweet dreams are made of these, baby. Yes, yes that's for sure. <laughs> um, no, you're well out of the kitchen at this stage. There's no chance anything of getting, of getting your bag into it, for sure. That's why us boys are taking over in the kitchen. Anyway, that's for another day. Um, the other thing you were saying about this fella, Jonathan Swift, you know, that... If you read, you know, what he wrote and his attitude in life, the bit of a misogynist, is he? Is that what you're saying? Well, if you look, yeah, we know it's, uh, you know, well documented. He had three relationships, three women, and he gave them pet names like for Farina, Stella and Vanessa. And you wonder why is he giving them pet names? And you can see with Stella, there's a lot of coercive control in the relationship. And then it gets darker with Vanessa because he actually prints, publishes their private letters. So that would equate today with somebody posting a private picture on Facebook. Mm. So he definitely saw women as the other sex. Mm, and you you reckon he didn't have have much time or respect uh, for women from from you know what you can read from his uh, writings and that at the time it was a different time you know we've become more enlightened hopefully that will continue you know when you you wind back in history I suppose we can re-examine everything under the sun do you know what I'm saying Cynthia yes yes well you see with Boan. You know, uh, she she is linked into our mythical history. And like I said, you know, we're not sure if she really existed. It doesn't matter. It's the name. It's the story that that exists. She's also linked. I love this. She's also linked with uh, Newgrange, with Bruna Buinia. Mm. And it's said that um, the Dagda fell in love with her and that they conceived a child. And that the actual illuminations at... Uh, Bruna Buinia is the conception of Angus Og. Now I think that's beautiful. You know, as the light comes down through the alley, uh, through the the alleyway and into the cave. I think these stories are wonderful stories. Why not? You know, why not call a beautiful theatre? People in Trim have waited so long for this. We're so proud of it. Why not give it the name of a woman? What's wrong with that? Mm, no, I, I see nothing wrong with it at all. Are there any, you know, mythology you're talking about with Boan? And it's fair enough. Who knows or doesn't know uh, whether she existed or whatever? Are there any, you know, women who did exist that might put their names to uh, a civic or public building in Trim? Well, uh, just at the minute, I'm going on Thursday night. I'm looking forward to it. Mary Lavin, of course, who lived at Bechtus. Yep. Uh, yes, I'm, I'm really looking forward. Her play has been staged out in Bechtus Mill. And then I read about a very interesting lady called Alice Stockford Green, who was born in Kells. And she is, she is known as the historian of the Irish. So there's two Mead women. But then again, if you look at... We've all watched the documentaries uh, during the centenary years and we've seen the documentaries on, on the women, you know, of Ireland. 
and particularly the widows of the 1916 rising, and some of them were denied pensions, you know. Mm, yeah, it's yeah. incredible. Like we, you know, this needs to change. And as I say, you know, the solution is, you know, in a social context, naming this building Boan Centre is progressive, you yeah, know, and it's yeah. shown other towns in Ireland. Look, Name a civic building after a woman. Yeah, no, they're, they're few and far between. And uh, Maureen O'Hara, there's another name from the Kells area for, that could be given to something in the future. But Mary Lavin is, is very nice, I have to say. So anyway, we have put the question, as I remind you again, um, Cynthia, to the council to see and find out how the name was arrived at, what the process was, and hopefully we'll have an answer on that sooner rather than later. Uh, Louise has been chasing that one up for us, so as soon as we get that, we'll let you uh, and listeners know. Um, do you think this is a fait accompli? You said you know when you take on the council, you never win. Do you think this is lost already? No, I'm going to say something now, and anybody that knows me will tell you I'm not a woman to plead. But I am pleading on this with Meath County Council that they will rethink this through. Mm. Um, Like, I'll quote Swift himself. uh, Swift said, uh, vision is the ability to see the invisible. So that's what I'm putting out to Meath County Council. Vision is the ability to see the invisible. Oh, I love those words. Well put indeed, uh, Cynthia. Well said. Let's let, let's leave it rest at that for today and see what emerges from this. You've put your case very well. If I was a judge with the wig sitting on me today, oh, it'd be hard to go against you, I have to say. But we'll see <laughs> what happens. We will see what happens. You're fantastic. Lovely to talk to you, Cynthia. Lovely and- to talk to you. And thank you very much for giving me the opportunity to open up a discussion. Not at all. You're always welcome. Take care. Bye. That's Cynthia Simone there who is a walking tour guide in Trim and made a very valid case. So there's enough named after us fellas, isn't there? There really is. On the subject of men and men who've uh, made their mark in Irish society, I don't know whether you saw on RTE last night the documentary on the late Dr. Noel Brown. Now, it's from, it was screened previously in 2021, but they reran it again last night. And if you want to talk about something that's done brilliantly on RTE, it's that type of thing. I was riveted. I was engrossed. I couldn't even go for a you-know-what. I had to hold on until it was all over because I wouldn't leave it. It was that good. And what a man Dr. Noel Brown was. And my blood boiled when I thought about he wanted to help women and children who had nothing with his mother and baby scheme. And the Catholic Church through McQuaid and his acolytes aligned with the medical profession, profession, the doctors, saw him down. He had to resign. He had to leave Ireland. He couldn't get a job. He couldn't get a job. He was blacklisted. And all he was doing was trying to help people of no means to improve their health and their situation. And the church railed against it. And the profession, the medical profession, in cahoots with them. And the government acquiesced. Livery, livery people. And I sat there thinking, shame on us. Shame on our governments at the time. Shame on the church. It was brilliant. Really Really brilliant. It's time for our Two on Tuesday. Two on Tuesday. 
playing the songs that just never quite made it to number one. But we were so close. I thought we were number, number one. one. We were so close. Two on Tuesday. Two, two, one, two, Our two on Tuesday, this Tuesday, it was released on the 9th of March 1979 by a band called Squeeze. Do you remember them? It was written about the social scene the band experienced in their youth, the circle they were moving in, how they felt really cool in their own little world. It's one of their biggest hits, along with Up the Junction, both reaching number two on the UK uh, top 100. But t- today, it's our number two on this day, the 1st of August 2023. Here it is for you. It's Cool for Cats from Squeeze. And he wakes to find the fires dead and arrows in his hats. And David Crockett rides around and says it's cool for cats, it's cool for cats. on Tuesday on your late lunch squeeze and cool for cats I have to thank my good friend Eddie Joyce for this one and for the line that goes like this when did a rabbit keep some cats from top spot in the UK charts yeah that's the line that sums up the song that made number one you see it was written by British songwriter famous songwriter Mike Batt and performed by Art Garfunkel it's the soundtrack of the 1978 animated adventure drama film Watership Down you know what I'm talking about don't you yes Bright Eyes topped the UK singles chart for six weeks and became the biggest selling single in Britain in 1979. Here it is, the number one rabbit song that kept the cats from Top Spot. Mark Garfunkel and Bright Eyes from the movie Watership Down. Number one for six weeks in the UK. Keeping our two and two's day cool for cats off top spot. Somebody says there, this is going to make me cry. Oh, must be a fond memory. What about you, Louise? You do love that song, don't mm-hmm. you? Yeah, and it would make me cry. Would yeah. it? Yeah, I remember seeing the film as a child. They used to like bring, in, bring us all into the hall and show us films from time yeah. to time. And I remember being about six or seven and they showed that film and I can't I haven't been able to watch it since I was bawling and that song I'll always remember that there you go you see that whoever you are you're not alone Louise feels the same I I remember of it because it was one of the first movies screened in the new Oscar cinemas as they were in Drogheda there on Bolton Square Georgia Street there's a cinema back in there now but the Oscars were the original cinemas and that played there when it was you know big and I remember going to see the movie in, in the down. Watership Down there yeah. as well, yeah, with the, that song will always stick in, in my mind too. But you were saying now there's it's banned by some schools. No, yeah, I no, just, yeah, I just read here just one of those things that... Now, I always thought it was just a film about rabbits, you know, and the yeah. environment, people were cutting down trees and then there was a rabbit, do- you know, it was a whole little thing. But seemingly, no, there was far more. Oh, of course, of it. course. Oh, sorry. No, don't, don't, even, don't even say any more. <laughs> because the mob... 
the mob have decided to dissect Watership Down and it's not watchable now and there's all these issues. Will you go and have a jump? Like the a mob. writing about a tree. He just oh. wrote about a tree. We went <laughs> and saw else. it. Yeah, we went and saw it and took it on face value and loved yeah. it, etc. And now the mob, the cancel mob, you know that crowd who bail in on everything, the keyboard warriors, the faceless, those cra- get. Don't get me started on that mob at all. Pay no attention. Watership Down is a great memory mm-hmm. and brings back memories for sure. And it's to the people. worthy winner. Yes. Okay. No comparison. Yeah, I think so. I go along with you there. Watership Down, the number one, no comparison. The other one was lucky to make it to number two. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, there's Santa's little helper. 140 sleeps to go. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> That's until the 25th of the 12th. We were talking about it with Kieran McQuaid from Beachmount Garden Centre who started to sell that stuff for that time of year yesterday because of the inclement weather. I don't blame her. She's trying to do something. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plushcare plushcare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe fda approved weight loss medications like wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss that's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Thing to brighten the show with the weather we're having at the moment. And there's no sign of it settling. Oh, there's. No, I read actually the week after Did next. You? Meant to be gorgeous. Is we it? Wave back. Is it? Mm. Dry for um, a, a prolonged, I won't say for no, long. No, no, no. Prolonged it, period. You, and I have very hot temperatures. And sun will make its appearance with its hat on. You, Helen Curran's on there doing the weather. Uh, she's only predicting the next six, seven days of more rain. You heard it first on the late lunch show on LMFM radio from our Donegal postwoman, Miss <laughs> Louise Walsh. What date did you say? Let me write that I down. What date did it's you meant say? to be from, not next week, but the following kind of, week. Towards the end of next week and on into the next so week. So if you're thinking of taking time off, book it now. It's assured that it's going to be wall-to-wall sunshine with our Louise. I tell you that I was off that week. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, if she's off, don't book it off. That's all I'm telling you. you oh, have, yeah, that is true. You have not a great record <laughs> no. with, with weather when you're on holidays, for sure. <laughs> Anyways, coming up next on Late Lunch. Yesterday, Louise, we were chatting. How did the conversation come around yesterday about... We were talking about a pilot project in Japan, I think, um, that is renting clothes to encourage people not to pack and bring, bring suitcases and, and yeah, all Absolutely. environmentally sustainable. And I pointed the finger and said, try asking an Irish woman not to pack as yep. much as she can. into." Ca-. And you actually agreed with yes. me, didn't you? I was saying I packed four outfits to go and stay with my mother's for a night. <laughs> 
Mary Doyle is joining us next. She begs to differ. Told you before the break how the conversation came round yesterday to packing too much while going on holidays. And Mary Doyle was in touch to say... That's not me, Jerry. So, you see, I pointed the finger at all Irish women, but I have to take it back. Mary, good afternoon. There you are, Jerry. Good to talk to you. And you too. Now, you got on to us yesterday and you were talking to Louise subsequently and you travel light. How light, Mary? <laughs> Just a backpack, Jerry. Just like a school bag type backpack. That's it. Even. That's it. Even on a summer sun holiday for a week, that's all myself and my friends bring now. <laughs> why? Why? Why so little? <laughs> because really, I think. Well, we're all in our like early sixties, mm. and you know, I know younger people like bringing different outfits, the different shoes, and all. But we just bring the comfy sandals that we can walk in. Yeah, and um, it was just getting pretty stressful, like getting a budget flight. We're all on tight budgets. And then there was the scramble to find a space on the plane for the case and, you know, trying to get the case up and down. And <laughs> so we just decided one year, look, let's just go with backpacks. And it was the best thing we ever did. <laughs> I love it. I, I think it's great because I know from practical experience, because um, I travel uh, from time to time with a woman as well. And my God, Mary, trying to get her to cut down on the amount of stuff is a fright is all I have to say. It's a fright. So look, at you, you wear the clothes you have on you. You have the shoes yeah. you have on you. So what? I'm getting very personal here. What's, what's in the backpack? What do you bring? In the backpack, we would bring just two shorts, yep. two t-shirts, mm. two sundresses, mm. um, either a swimsuit or a bikini, yeah, and t- two pairs of drawers because we could just rinse them out, <laughs> dry them on the balcony. <laughs> so, there's no good, no good bringing a load of drawers and all like you just rinse them out. <laughs> I, I can imagine uh, when people are in the pool looking up at the back, he's thinking, woohoo! <laughs> it's just so, it's just, as I said, you're going to the sun. Yeah. The stuff dries in a couple of hours. Yes. So, like, you just rinse it out. Like, yeah, you yeah. rinse out your bikini when you come up yeah. on the beach, mm. you know. Mm. Um, usually bring a beach towel. Some of the girls don't. They buy one when we get there and just maybe leave it there, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, uh and like we go self catering, so there's usually three or four of us in the group, mm. and then we just buy the toiletries between us when we get there, like the shampoos and shower gels. We just buy them for the apartment mm. between us and the sunblocks or whatever. And, and it's the most liberating experience. When I said it to my friends first, they were horrified. I said, <laughs> "No, we can do this." So they just love it now because even if we go into duty free to have a potter around. You've just no case to pull. You have both your hands free. It's just wonderful. Mm. And obviously a decent sized backpack. Yes, you know. It, that yeah, one of, a generous yeah, size school yeah. bag size. Yeah, I know, you know what you're and, talking about. And, yeah. and I have to say to you, there's an awful lot to be said for it because you're right. Uh, you know, trying to find a space for the case, taking it down, putting it up, getting in, getting yeah. out. Whereas yeah. you just whip that onto your back and you're away. You're gone. It's just brilliant, Jerry, and then it just goes in the sea in front of us. Yes. You know, under the sea in front. Yeah. 
Yeah. So if I need to get anything out of it, I can just put it out and get <laughs> what I need, a book, whatever, magazine. Yes. Sambo that I'm at to buy in the airport, <laughs> you know. So, and we don't, we don't pay for seats together because that, that's adding to the cost. Sure. We don't pay for a case because that's adding to the cost and that's all money that we could spend on our holiday. Good on you. Good on you. <laughs> I love this. I really do yeah. love it. I think you're very practical and it's very sensible as well because I've seen it myself. Even for a long weekend, we bring a small case when you get home you actually look and say I didn't wear that I didn't absolutely, wear the other Jerry. Yeah. you know that's it absolutely no we just bring too much and you know it, it's just nuts and then you're trying to decide what you bring and you know mm. it's as I said you just went out with something it's no big deal like it's not like you're doing washing for the whole family while <laughs> yes, you're away yes. you know yeah, and it's I, just great it's great uh, it's terrific and obviously if you wanted to get something on the way through the duty free and the way back you can get that in a bag and carry it with you along with your yes. your backpack and yes. that if, if you want to do that so so you have a group you go with is it yeah there's about four of us that go and as I said we're all in our early 60s you know and yeah. We just have it down to a tea now and mm. as I said, I've converted my friends and they just love it now. <laughs> you know? Where do you go? Do you have a single destination or do you move round? We go to different places. Like we did a sun holiday one year and that was in um, Poland. We actually did a beach holiday in Poland. Really? So that was something different. So, yeah, you know, we, we try to go to different places. Again, once there's a cheap flight available. Yeah. We jump on it. We're all on very tight budgets. So, you know, we cut our costs down as much as we can. And that means not bringing a case, not purchasing a seat. We're going to spend the week together anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, two and a yeah. half hours mm. on a plane without sitting together is fine. Like, you know. Mm. Where where so else have you been? You mentioned Poland. What other places, or other countries uh, have you visited? Yeah, well, loads, loads <laughs> things to budget airlines, like, you know. Yeah. nearly all the European cities and that and the bags going to the European cities would be even smaller again Yeah, you know because we're generally only doing a two night or a three night break mm. you know beautiful so it's fine you know it's a little bit more difficult if you go on a winter break because the weather's a bit colder but we still yeah. manage to like if you wear an outfit going it's going to do you the next day as well yeah you know what I mean? Yeah. And then just a, a fresh outfit for like the tour day and coming home. It's just fine, like, mm. you know. Mm. So, and and w- w- you mentioned you, you are well-travelled. I know this. For listeners today, the other thing, before I ask you this, um, obviously you can go at the drop of a hat then. You have your flexibility with the four of you. That's a great thing yeah. too, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, we're mm. all retired, so it's great. We can go midweek, you know, or whatever, which is usually when the cheaper flights are. Mm, you know, mm. and so, obviously the the budget travel and you, that's one thing we got to thank uh, Ryanair and Mister oh, O'Leary 100%. for. <laughs> he opened yeah. up the skies for sure. Would would be in so many places. Where would you recommend? You know, what, what's what's in your book are lovely cities that people should see. I have to say, my favourite would be uh, Budapest for a sea break. Really, uh, just wonderful, and any part of Poland. And I've been to about four different parts of Poland. Again, wherever that cheap flight is going, Jerry, I'm going, you know. <laughs> so uh, Poland, for uh, value and all, it's kind of anybody's budget can get them a good few days in Poland. Mm, I know. was in Krakow uh, before the pandemic. Yeah, uh, it was the last yeah. trip we had before. I, I have to say, Krakow was a marvellous city to visit. Absolutely. And uh, Gdansk in Poland is also absolutely gorgeous. Just great cities to walk around and very cheap to eat and drink. It's 
yeah. I d- highly recommend. You know, people need to stop going to just maybe the Costa del Sol and the Canaries. They need to kind of go a bit further afield. Yeah. You know. and, and you mentioned cost there because uh, we see, I was reading actually a, a piece about retirement over the weekend and that Portugal was a very uh, cost effective place to retire to. A lot of Irish people looking at it, but the cost of living here and everything else besides. Do yes. you find that, that Ireland is a very expensive country? Yes, and I do try and support my own country. I know. You know, and yeah. as they say, try and have a staycation and all, but it's just so expensive. Like, you can mm. hardly get self-catering accommodation mm. and then hotels again unless you get like a break in the autumn which is like an over 55s break yes. in a hotel which is generally good around Killarney and that mm. but other than that it's just too expensive here and I just find if I get a flight I've got to Italy for like 30 euros return you know I've got to Croatia for 30 euros return yeah. and it's just fairly cheap as I said I'm lucky I'm with just with friends, so I'm only kind of, it's only cost for me, not a couple. And uh, we get the accommodation between us and yeah. budget accommodation again. Mm. You know, and then we just walk everywhere when we get there. No messing, there's no flies on you no. girls, that's for sure. No, no way, no way. Know, it, and do you book your really own? Easy. You book your own, Mary, yes. you do all your own online, yeah, the I flights, do. the accommodation yeah. and everything, yes. Yeah, I do, yeah, I do the whole lot, like, mm. you know. Mm. So, um, as I said, the type budget, but, and as I said, if we're self-catering, we normally buy in a lunch. Yeah. You know, and buy in a breakfast and then maybe just go out in the evening yes. for a bit of dinner. Yes. You know, so it's yeah. fairly doable. Yeah. We're not big drinkers, so, mm. you know, we just enjoy walking around cities, you know, or sitting on a beach for a week. Yes. Yeah, and you obviously are a very tight group as well, good friends for a long time. You you work yes. well together. We do. We all kind of have the same interests. Great. And we're all easy to be with and not fussy and that, you know? Yeah. And are you a group of girls? Are the, have you any other halves or, or what's the story there? I've, I've, I'm the only one of my friends that doesn't have another half. Okay, you know? yeah. So, But thankfully, all my friends' other halves are okay. Sometimes I think... Your parents must hate me because I'm constantly going, eh, just seeing these flights. <laughs> no, listen, it works perfectly well. I'd say the boys love you because you take the girls away <laughs> out of their hair for a few days on a regular basis. You are the star, Mary Doyle, of the yeah. show, I have well, to say. Thank you very much, Jerry. And I have to say, I know I'm a dope. <laughs> I absolutely love your show. Thanks so I much. I really do. I love, I listen early in the morning and I listen to yourself on the late lunch. Ah. And, it's, and you're always very cheery and all and I like that. Ah, you're so kind. You're so kind. I really do appreciate those words. And you're fantastic yourself. I'll scratch your back now, back in return, as they say. You're wonderful. And listen, you're great. And you know what, Jerry? Maybe it's a challenge you could put out to people. Yeah. That they give it a go with the old backpack and see how they get on. I'm no. with you there. I'm with you yeah. there, Mary. There's the challenge out That's to you today. Try it yeah. and see how you get on and give us the feedback when you do it. One last thing Louise wants to know, but very important yeah. thing. Do you bring your own tea bags? Yes. <laughs> yes. yes, we always, we always bring the out tea bags. <laughs> What's your favourite tea, Mary? Well, I have to say, you now one of my friends likes that one. That's very popular in Ireland, beginning with L. Oh, I yes. I prefer... The other one that's popular in Ireland, 
that's a, their own brand and I prefer that. Okay, so we can you say know. them. Lion's Tea is preferred by some. What's your yeah. preference? Mine is, uh, mine would be Dunstower's own brand. Oh, there you go. Well, look, yeah, I, you, you know go. yourself. You see them own brands. They're all made nearly in the same plant and they just put the different name on yes, them as so well. I believe. Yes, yes, that's so the way it works. So there you well, are. No, we're happy out once <laughs> we have the cup of tea in the morning or brand. <laughs> Louise is relieved. I can see her sense of relief as I look at here that you do bring your own tea bags with you but the minimum of everything else you're a lovely woman I really enjoyed oh, our conversation to to you, you too Mary thanks, and keep up the great work thanks so okay. much God bless you thanks now. take bye-bye. care bye 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 isn't she lovely Mary Doyle there who just operates in a backpack and can see all of Europe very cost effectively it can be done for sure what a well travelled woman she is she's been to all the cities and uh, you see a recommendation there for Budapest and other big cities. I saw Krakow, Gdansk and other places in Poland as well. Travel light, travel in light. Cliff sang about it, didn't he? Yeah, that's the message on Late Lunch today. Got no bags and baggage to slow me down I'm traveling so fast, my feet ain't touching the ground. Traveling light, traveling light. Well, I just can't wait to be with my baby tonight. Cliff Richard and Travelin' Light, we'll dedicate that one to Mary Doyle and her friends who travel light all over Europe. What a lovely, lovely woman. Uh, Spot on, Jerry. a brilliant programme on RTE last night with uh, the documentary centred around a live interview with Noel Brown before he died in 1997. Not sure how mainstream history features his impact on Irish life at a crucial stage of the nation's development, but it was absolutely shameful. McQuaid and his cohorts and the church suppressed his genius work and had him and his family ostracised so much so everyone in the medical profession were afraid to give him a job I was aware he was a great man but after watching last night's programme I would go as far to say one of the greatest Irish men ever and that comes in from Jerry Gorman Jerry nice to hear from you this afternoon and lovely comments there it was an absolutely terrific programme may I say uh, Poppy Poppy, yes, yes. Remember Poppy yesterday, uh, Louise, looking out at the rain, wouldn't come out at all from the kennel. Uh, Poppy the puppy, look at Poppy today, down by the water's edge. Sunbathing today, isn't that just typical of the Irish situation? Thank you so much for letting us know. We we, we really do uh, appreciate it. Um, Just wanted to say, Jerry, listening to that wonderful lady, in 2020, my husband and I went on a a three-night midweek break, B&B and two evening meals, and paid about €350. The exact same break now, Jerry, is almost €900 in the same hotel. Isn't that astounding? 300% nearly of an increase in the price. Isn't it like for like 2020 to today? It just shows you. Uh, Don't you just love this little country, says the listener. We do indeed. And things like that really would make your blood boil. Um, It's a huge, huge increase. Let me read this, Louise. You're familiar with this. Just came in to us today. Hi, I'm sending this email to you, Jerry and Louise, as a heartfelt thank you for helping my daughter regain her purpose in life and begin what has turned into a beautiful journey. In January, Neve, who suffers anxiety and low mood, had a complete breakdown of mind and body. 
to watch your daughter not eat, sleep, tears in her eyes, engaging with no one, only our dog, Colby, who never left her side. The only escape she had from her mind was painting, and this she did day and night. And the help of another great man called Pat Kelly enabled her to relax her mind and body and shut down and sleep. In March of this year, you, Jerry, gave her an opportunity to talk on your show for the first time in her life. She shared her deepest fears out loud and you listened. And more than you will ever know, you gave her the encouragement to go out and show her art and tell her story to help others who might feel this way. This she did on on July the 4th. Neve opened her shop and her heart to the public. It's called Art Angel. It's in Skerries, where she has her own art on sale and she has reached out to all local artists to come and display their art on a two-week basis. So many people have availed of this already. She sells locally made products to promote the small businesses and has launched a new soap of her own with our favourite smell called Midnight Rain. All in all, Jerry, the song she will never forget was the song you played that day for her called Better. And indeed, that is what our life has become. I'm sure this story will resonate with many listeners, but always believe life will get better. And if you're ever in Scaries, Jerry, drop in to browse the beautiful creations of many local people who are all getting the platform to show their art, all thanks to you. And that comes in from Jackie Jones today. Jackie, Mammy is mm. right. And we really appreciate that because you didn't forget us. You came back to us. You've told us. And... To feel and Neve has told us as well Neve has told times, us, yeah. Yeah. Neve has told us as well and you, you just feel privileged don't you to sit yeah. here at these microphones and and read that and understand you know you can make a difference in one person's life mm-hmm. it's magical it really is magical I, I'm so grateful and we're so grateful for that uh, message today Jackie thank you so much and we wish uh, Neve all the very best she's a wonderful wonderful and she's a talented talented girl I have to say she really really is Louise did you see the news about Tupperware have I much time have I much time have I a minute two minutes to tell you oh that's all right. there'll be loads in that for Tupperware um, <laughs> their shares have gone through the roof the Tupperware I, I believe Did there's you see a that? resurgence yes uh, there's a, now, they're not sure why there's a resurgence in Tupperware but mm. The shares have gone mad. They're wondering as well. The company's been a bit of bother, as you can imagine. It has, you know, it's been limping along a bit. But the shares have suddenly rocketed and they're wondering what's happening. Is there speculation of a takeover? What? Or, you know, is there a bit of, there's a little bit of betting on, on, on stocks as well happens in the financial world. But anyway, the news is good for them. The shares are through the roof. Have you any Tupperware yourself? Well, I was going to ask you, define Tupperware. Is it just plastic like lunchboxes Oh and no, stuff? oh no. Several years ago, I had a Tupperware... Party. No. (laughs) I went to a Tupperware party. I was invited to one. Up in Carrick, I think, someone. I went along Mm -hmm. and uh, they gave me a gift of a potato masher. You know the thing that mashes potatoes? Yeah. It is the best potato masher I have ever had bar none a gadget I love I treasure and I use every day I haven't made much bread but I mash a lot of potatoes with it it's brilliant the Tupperware masher anyone out there know anything about Tupperware I know there's I'll look them up but I think there's um, there's some people around the chocolate area that are big into the Tupperware there you are so it's still a thing there used to be Tupperware parties I was invited to one it was all girls that was there one night but I loved it and I came away with me, me gift of me masher so I did I did so a little it's not feature lunch, on it. 
I've just thought it was oh, all no, containers. Oh, no, it's other things. No, oh, well, containers are part of it, other things besides. Dublin Horse Show, 9th to the 13th of August. Tickets from Ticketmaster.ie or DublinHorseShow.com. Which club plays rugby at the RDS? It is, of course, Leinster is the answer I was looking for. Clodagh Herbert, the, the uh, family ticket is yours today. Well done to you. Got the answer right, as did so many others. I'll have another family ticket to give away on the show tomorrow. Clodagh will be in touch to make the arrangements. Enjoy the horse show. I have goosebumps, goosebumps, Jerry, listening to that story. Yes, a lovely uh, message we got today from Jackie Jones about our daughter. Thanks for that lovely comment there. Now let's do this on late lunch. Five, four, three, two, one. Counting down the top five songs from this week of yesteryear. And today it's... The number four from this week in 1983, written by Annie Lennox and Dave Stewart. Yes, a big hit for the Eurythmics in the UK. Peaking at number three, number four today. Here it is, just for you, from 1983. Who's that girl? Who's that girl? Number four and this week in 1983 on our top five countdown on your late lunch. Well, I think after you hear from my next guest, you'll know who that girl is because you see last weekend, Joan Maroney had an exhibition of her works in Dunlear and I popped along to meet her. And I so enjoyed my visit. Hope you do too. Joan Maroney and myself coming up next. Anyway, I've arrived at the Market House in Dunlear and it's a very special occasion for a local artist. Joan Maroney has a wonderful exhibition on here. I'm joined by the lady herself. Well, Joan, congratulations on your exhibition. Thanks very much. I appreciate that. This is a new adventure for me. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm sure you are. How many of your works are on display here? I have 47 pictures on display. God, it's a fair number of works, but you were telling me a moment ago you feel it's only a small part of what you've worked on over the years. That's true. I have a lot more paintings, but the space didn't provide for Mm. hanging them. So as it is, like when I put them up on the wall, it looks like a small group to me, but it did take a long time to hang them up. (laughs) Tell me about you. You are Joan Maroney, but people would know you as well as Joan Hatch from Killineer Cottages. Big family. That's true. I come from 13 children, all involved in the arts. So I grew up actually really being involved in painting and knitting and sewing, being creative. When do you remember your first steps into the world of painting and art? What age were you? Can you remember that? Well, I do remember my mother, probably to keep us quiet as well. But she did buy us sketchbooks and cranes and pencils. And I do remember I was about five and I absolutely loved it. I couldn't stop painting or drawing. So I've always been painting as long as I can remember. What mediums do you work in? Mostly acrylics, but um, I do watercolours, pen and ink and ink paintings. Your subject matters. I know portrait is certainly in your portfolio, landscapes, what else? 
I absolutely love doing local scenes. My favourite is doing portraits. Um, I love doing still lives or anything that's up close in nature. I'm only starting to really get into buildings, but I'm loving it. You left Ireland for a time to live in Canada. How long were you there and did you paint when you were over there? I sure did. I went over there and I stayed for about six and a half years and I was really involved in art and being creative when I lived in Canada. I joined art groups and I was in several group shows, a solo show, and I painted all the time when I was there. I really got the boat big time when I went to Canada. Did you bring any works back with you? I did. I actually brought uh, paintings back with me and that was my fourth solo show that I have in the Drora in uh, the art centre. And a lot of them that I painted then were from Canada and I added to them then. Do you paint often? Oh, all the time. I think I wake up wishing I could paint instead of going to walk. <laughs> but I do actually paint most days. And if I don't, I actually feel the longing to get back to be paint. So most days, but definitely on the weekends. Let's talk about some of the wonderful works that are on display here. I have to start with this one. I absolutely love Lawrence's Gate. And this is a beautiful painting of it. How long would a work like that take you? It took me a couple of weeks to do that one. Initially, I started that off with uh, sketchy people in Drada, and I did it uh, looking at the building itself. So then I left it for a while, and when I got back to it, it did take me a couple of weeks to finish it. And above it, Drada Railway Station, a well-known view, but I want to turn to the right here. Look at this boat that's moored <laughs> in the Boyne and has been in the news this year. The Hebel Sand. This has been a, a lovely thing for me. I know a lot of people mightn't be in love with this, but I love the rustiness of it and the old boat itself. And the colours just really called me. And I often shopped then in Scotch Hall and I said, I have to paint this scene. This is one of my favourites. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. And, and there's such controversy about it, and it's not many people's <laughs> favourite, Joan. They want rid of it out of the river there. So actually, by painting it like this, it'll yeah. be there for posterity because it is going to be shifted at some stage. Yes, uh, yes, I do realise that. But to me, it's absolutely beautiful looking at it. Now, here's an image beside it. What's that? Just three pairs three sitting pairs. on a table. I'm always fascinated by the light any time of the day. I have a glass top table and I love doing still lifes on it because the reflections are brilliant. So that's why I actually chose to do this. This is a huge painting here of two bridges. Where is that? Now, I painted this in Italy. My husband sent me on a painting holiday a couple of years ago. An artist himself was doing lessons and he brought us a group of us out to paint at this local scene and I absolutely fell in love with it. It's two large bridges. A train goes across the, the top one and there's a lovely yellow, faded yellow building. To me, that is gorgeous. Mm. Yeah, I ended up painting that one and I brought it home and framed it. You must have spent the whole holiday at that. Look at the size of it. No, I actually did that in two days. Did you really? Yeah, no, that was done on location. And then I just finished it before I brought it home. Who's the uh, young girl in this picture down by, is that the seashore there? This is in port. Now, this was done at the beginning of COVID. 
when everybody was just into lockdown and I said right I have to cheer myself up here so I better get my paints out I absolutely love this picture of my daughter Amy I walked from a couple of photographs because of course I couldn't be there I was really happy with the result I put this on Instagram and it just went crazy everybody loved it so I love it myself really really is beautiful there's Monster Voice Monastwise Tower. This is initially my fourth Monastwise painting for a large painting that I have done for Monastwise Credit Union and it's in behind the tellers hanging on the wall. So it's five foot by seven foot, the big one. Mm. So this is the fourth one of it, the, the tower. And of course then I had to do the cross because I did panels from the cross as well. And these are two of my favourites that I have a while, but um, I recently only got them framed. Oh, they're beautiful, yes, the, the cross of Monaster Boys and the tower as well. Where is this church here, Joan? Now, this is St. Bridget's Church here in Dunlear. These are two of my newest paintings for this exhibition. And I have done a small one exactly the same as the church you will see on the other side. This is the bridge uh, over the White River. These are two kind of like a set. I did them as a set. I love the colours in St. Bridges Church. It's lovely faded, rusty colours from a distance. Come on, back this way again. There's so much to see here and they're all beautiful. I could just talk about every single one of them. The poppies. Tell me about the poppies. poppies. Now, this is actually half of my imagination and half of my sister's garden. She absolutely had lovely poppies that she sent pictures of. So I went down to her house one day and took a few sketches. Then I did a lights uh, painting. And then when I got home, I walked from it. But I ended up putting it in a field rather than in the location it was in. Oh, yes, the use of the artist license, may I say, in this case. Here again, children feature in these ones. Explain what they are. Now, these uh, these are local scenes. These are small pictures from uh, Dunlear, and these are all local scenes. And when I do a local scene, I do like to put some people in it. I just think it adds a little bit of something to it. And this one's outside Wogan's across uh, the main street heading towards Drada. And I put a couple of people looking down towards south. And I I actually like that one now because Mm. till I put the people in, I think it didn't walk. Yes. Uh, The market house is another one. This is where we are this This evening. This is where we are. And um, I just took a kind of a gentle approach to that one and just put a mother and a daughter walking up to the, the market house door. The top one was from where I lived, coming into Dunlear. So this is near near Wogan's, heading up towards Centra. I do always love that tree that's in the yes. location. I am actually a lover of nature, so I always have to try and get a tree or something from uh, the earth or flowers into a picture. So the tree really called me, and that's why I did that one. Let's come over here before we finish chatting and look at a couple of the other ones. I love this here with the little summer house, a a garden scene and all the vibrant trees and flowers and shrubs. This is a lovely scene that I love in Bewley Gardens. It was one of my first places I always wanted to get in and paint. Very excited when I got into Bewley Gardens, and of course I had to do the greenhouse. 
Is this Annie Gasson? This is Annie Gasson Harbour and this was on a very windy day. I've done it in pastels and inks so it's a bit of a different approach I took and uh, I was happy with the results. What's your modus operandi when you paint? Do you go at it full throttle? Do you like to paint morning, afternoon, evening times what? Because you work as well I know. I do and most of the times I actually paint in the evening time but I could be painting all night sometimes. (laughs) I can't leave it. (laughs) It's something that I wake up wishing I could start painting. And when it comes to the weekend, oh, that's all I can think about. No shopping is ever taught about. (laughs) (laughs) That's left to somebody else. Yeah. You are a real talent. You have a real gift, may I say. And I love your work. Thanks very much. I really appreciate that because everybody has their own style, their own taste, and it's not to everybody's taste. Mm. But if I've achieved that somebody likes some of my work, I'm happy. They'd adorn any house, any building, anywhere, I have to say. They bring light and joy and happiness because they are so beautiful. Joan Moroni, good luck with everything you do. Lovely to meet you for the first time this evening. Thanks very much. I really appreciate you taking the time and coming to see me and come and see those pictures. I'm very happy about that. Thank you a lot. Oh, I was thrilled to be there, Joan. What a talent you are. I love her work. She's my style, I have to say, of artists. And thank God she uh, went with the exhibition in Dunleer last weekend. That went very well for I know. And if you want to check Joan out, she's uh, across social media. Joan Maroney. Joan Maroney, artist. You'll find her there and you'll see examples of her work. And she's lots of prints of originals as well. But I uh, was delighted to walk around at, an exhi- at her exhibition with her and enjoyed it thoroughly. Well, that's uh, it on Late Lunch for this Tuesday afternoon. We are back with you tomorrow from half past one. Do join us then, please. Thank you for your company today. Eddie Caffrey's coming next with The Drive here on LMFM Radio. Stay with us. Wonderful music, breaking news, more besides coming up over the next couple of hours. And uh, have a nice evening. I think the sun... No, it's not. Sorry, the rain's on the way. Uh, what's new, Pussycat, in this July of 2023? Let's implore the gods that it will change in the near future. Anyway, no matter what the weather is, we'll be here with your late lunch, Wednesday midweek from 1.30. We'll see you then. The Late Lunch, brought to you by Blackstone Motors, Drogheda, Dundalk and Cavan. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.